Hey community, this is Dr. You coming at you again, and today I got another webinar, and this is going to be a shorter webinar, and I'm going to be talking about insulin and chronic inflammation. Now, this is a lab that can be done anywhere. It's a simple, simple lab, but guess what? You haven't had it done. Why? Because the conventional system doesn't care about this lab, but I care about it, and you should care about it, and I care about it because it will affect you if indeed it is high. So insulin is a hormone. It's produced by your pancreas, and when insulin is out of the sweet spot, the functional sweet spot, this causes chronic inflammation. Now, if you're watching this video, there's probably 100% guarantee that you have some kind of chronic inflammation in your body, and you're looking for answers, and this could be one possible missing link. So if you're watching this video, give me a thumbs up, subscribe to my station, grab it and put it on Facebook, share it because we need to get this content out. I'm going to show you some labs. I'm going to show you some uh, resources um, and uh, let's get moving here. So uh, high insulin levels, high insulin levels and chronic inflammation. So what exactly happens when you have high insulin? Basically, when you have high insulin, you're chronically inflamed. So let's go over some labs. I love to go over labs so then you can actually understand what's actually happening. Okay, so here we are. This is one of my clients, and of course, he's all messed up. No one's ever checked inflammation. No one's ever checked insulin. And bam, what did we find? Now, when I look at labs and the way you want to look at your labs, it's not from like sick, diseased people. What you want to know is where a functional range is. Where do healthy, normal human beings live at? Because that's what you want. You want health. You want vitality. You want sickness and disease. So when you look at the conventional system, the labs are either high or low, and they're way out here. And if they're way out here, way at the end ranges, this is really where sick people live. Now, when it comes to insulin, and insulin is a pro-inflammatory hormone, insulin is actually a hormone, is we want this sweet spot to be between um, right around 5 to 7. This is the sweet spot, five to seven fasting. It needs to be fasting insulin. So you want to go to the lab. You don't want to eat anything for eight to 10, 10 hours and drink lots of water. Now check this out. This insulin here, this is one of my clients. His insulin is what? 38 and lab should be functional, should be what? Five. So what do we know right away about this person? This person is chronically inflamed. You can see it's actually high right there. <laughs> Now, you can see the lab range here is 2.6 to 24.9. Now, this lab range is ridiculous. It's too broad. A lot of these ranges, when we talk about human beings and if you're sick or not, are way too broad level, right? So we want to narrow it down. That's when clients come to me. I look at their blood work and they say, Doc, you know, I had all this blood work and it all came back, back and normal. And I say, well... You know, bring it here, email it to me, let, me, let me look at it, and I guarantee we're going to find things that aren't normal. And one being aren't normal, aren't functionally normal, not in the healthy range. So right here we have insulin, which is 38.6, super, super high. And there was lots and lots of things that were totally overlooked in his case in the conventional system. So we definitely want to uh, handle this. Now, you could have, you could say, well, you know what? Uh, my A1C, which is which is a 90-way mark marker for blood sugar, could be completely normal. Your fasting glucose could be completely normal. So these are other markers that you can check to see if you have poor sugar dysregulation. Now, insulin, because it's not done in a conventional system, and they have to have a justification on why to do it. And to be honest with you, it costs, uh, it's a little bit more expensive test to check than fasting glucose. Fasting glucose is a super, super cheap test to, to check. So they'll they'll do that. So this is why insulin needs to be checked. 
checked. You need to know this. If you haven't had this checked, get in contact with me and we'll figure something out. So let's go over some research. So what I want to go over some research right now is just, you know, like there's actually data out there. There's clinical data that supports uh, what I'm saying right here. So this is a really great paper. This is a review paper. Now, if you're listening to this on my podcast, down below you're going to see a link. I'll give you the link to my uh, website, and you can look at all this information. You can look at these resources. You can look at these labs. So you have a source for you. So uh, anyway, if you're listening to the podcast, this information is available for you. So I'm going to go over one article, and you can see this article here. It's a review article, which means that they've looked at all the review research right here. And you can see right here that this... uh, this paper right here is it's basically 18 pages long and they have over let me go over the references so really when you look at 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 articles you want to look at review articles they have over 119 references on this one paper so this is a huge huge paper this is what we call a review paper so they look at all the data and then they put everything all together so let me just read the title of this right here So you can see that this is a fairly new publication. This is in 2008. It says, Type 2 Diabetes and Alzheimer's Disease, the Role of Insulin Signaling and the Therapeutic Implications of Having High Insulin Levels. So what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to zoom all the way down here to the bottom, and I'm going to highlight one little area right here. Okay, so here we are at the bottom, and let me just read what the conclusion states to you. It says, it is now recognized that insulin can exert an important effect on brain function. So, meaning that if you have high insulin, your brain is going to start to dissolve, you have increased risk for Alzheimer's disease, Parkinson's disease, and neuroinflammation. So, if you're out there suffering with chronic problems, you need to know what your insulin levels are, because that could be degenerating your brain. It goes on to say alterations in insulin metabolism, which is high insulin, and signaling can contribute to development of neurodegenerative disorders such as Alzheimer's disease, influencing the regulation of the neuropathological hallmarks. In other words, high insulin means bad brain, bad body, chronic inflammation. Now, here's one of my clients that we did. We took some insulin uh, measures before and after, before protocol and after protocol. And you can see right here is if uh, when she first started right down here, it was 23. And you can see right here it's red, which is high. Then basically... <clears throat> We rechecked it, then it went down to 11, then it went down to 5, then it went down to 5.6, and then down to 3.7, and then to 4.1. So if you're listening to this, you can see this graph goes steep, it goes right down, straight down, and then it kind of plateaus. But she was sitting at 23, then she went down to 11, and basically we stabilized her after that around 5. So this is a huge life quality. So if you're out there suffering, uh, hit me up if you want some want some guidance, want some help. Check out the website. Check out the websites below, the links. So remember, if you're out there and uh, you're looking for help, remember, is where there's help, there's hope. Take care. This is Dr. Hugh.